Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good movies get bad reviews. I am your host, Chris, and I am joined by the Simon to my Garfunkel, the King of Queens, Mr. John. How you doing? I'm right, man. How are you? How's your Sunday? Um, it's going well. Uh, before we go into this uh, review, I figured uh-huh. I'd share a story about how my week went. Okay. Um, it has nothing to do with the Mighty Ducks, just to let you know. Okay. So on Monday, I'm on uh, break. I'm at Panera uh-huh. Bread. Okay. I don't have contacts or glasses on. Why? I, I, don't, I just didn't wear them. You went to Panera? You walked there? No, no. I was, I was at work. So there was a Panera Bread around. You went to work without contacts or glasses? Correct. What's your prescription? Yeah, very high. I'm blind. I'm, I'm, I'm a 275, and I wouldn't go anywhere without my glasses I, or I like see. I can't drive without no I can't them. drive it would be a disaster you just decided not to grab your glasses I, I was running late and I just didn't care okay and I didn't have time to put on contact so I uh-huh. just weft left see I did it with a W oh yeah you did I did the weft um anyway so I'm at Panera Bread it's You're like a cartoon character <laughs> so I'm at Panera Bread and I'm blind right Okay. And I ordered my soup. I always get chicken noodle soup. And I got myself a coffee because I'm tired. I set it up on um, the table. I got my book all ready to go. I'm going to make my coffee. Uh-huh. So on my left periphery, there's this figure about a little taller than um, waist high. Okay. And it's like... It's in my grill, but like I don't care too much because I'm just that kind of person. Right, right, right. So I'm doing my coffee. Now I'm doing the milk and the sugar, and the person's like now closer and now uh-huh. in my way. <laughs> and I said, you know, ex- can you excuse me, little guy? Because I thought it was a child. You should have known better. You should have known. You might. You should have been way more cautious with that very specific. Uh, greeting or very specific address because you're fucking blind and you should have thought let me make sure oh excuse me and then you can clarify it wasn't a child (laughs) just for the audience i think we all saw that coming we saw that beat coming it was a uh what they say a little person oh no yeah oh it's even worse i thought you just got the shadow wrong or something and they were like no five foot three woman or something no it was it was like a midget oh i see i i got just reamed i got reamed out oh really what'd they say you're an asshole i'm like i'm sorry you're on my side i don't have my glasses i'm just trying to say i'm blind i don't know (laughs) oh no Uh, i i couldn't i i quickly I, I couldn't even read my book. I couldn't enjoy oh, the time because because like, everyone involved. The whole place was like watching. And I'm trying to apologize. I'm like, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Oh no! The guy, it got, the guy came across as like the writer from Elf. Right. Like yeah, he yeah, just yeah. went nuts like on me. Super. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't. Super offended. Yeah, and like I I understood, but like it, then it got to the point where I felt like you were kind of being abusive because like you just kept calling me an asshole, right? And I kept apologizing, like he wanted to humiliate you because he felt humiliated, and you know, uh, goal goal reached. I right. was humiliated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I quickly ate my chicken noodle. Thing soup. is, you're both kind of embarrassed in that situation. He's like kind of embarrassed, but he, but you're angry. He's, he's angry, so he doesn't care. 
Well, and also, yeah, exactly, because it also could have been no one knew what happened. Right, right, right. If you right. didn't, you know, fucking go postal on me. <laughs> but that that was my Monday. Yeah. He probably, I guess, initially he gets mad because he's he might have not believed you. He might have just thought you were you were picking on him, and then no. he. You think he knew? Yeah. Like he? he no, I don't. I think he just got a. I don't know. I, but I mean. I was very earnest in my apology. Yeah, of course. Because right. I didn't know. Right, right. And I, even if I didn't know, I wouldn't have never have said that. Yeah. I just would have said, "Excuse me, sir or miss." Right. You know, it was a man. Uh, you should have just said, "Excuse me." <laughs> you should have known better, because there's a chance you're wrong. You're fucking legally blind right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, it was bad. So that you should, actually, in retrospect, you should have <laughs> pretended you were blind and made him feel bad. <laughs> Be like, sir, I can only really see shadows. I'm sorry I made an assumption, but I'm actually legally blind. Start start waving my head like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, well, like, yeah, it doesn't have to be that bad, but like, you are, you're not totally lying. No, yeah, like you wouldn't I, have been totally. I, I can I only mean, see. Yeah, I can only see like the hand in front of my face. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. else is very blurry. Right. So, it you know whatever. Sweetie, like a six. Oh, Do you, I don't know. I really don't know. I just got my glasses too. I I forgot. I didn't even read it. I just went right. okay. Whatever. I gave it to the guy. I know. I've been the same prescription since I was like sixteen. So, yeah, just kind of lucky. I think my eyes is my eyes have gotten just progressively worse. I've been yeah. Getting... I had one big jump from like I think I first got my glasses at twelve, and mm-hmm. then I had a big jump a few years later, and then I've stayed the same since then. Oh wow, that is since I was literally like fifteen or sixteen. I think that's nice. So yeah, that's like. 16 years without changing my prescription no i went the way of my mom just getting worse yeah and worse slowly and worse. worse yeah yeah so th- that was that oh man <laughs> what day was that that was monday oh it's a bad start to the week dude <laughs> he probably wasn't in a good mood either he's probably I, going to work i wanted to tell people about i'm like you know what i'll save it for the podcast yeah it'll be something to just to bring up before we talk about this absolutely shitty fucking movie yeah um so let's uh, let's start that um, before uh, we discuss the movie itself, the Mighty Ducks. I want because we're going down nostalgia lane. I did want to ask yeah. a couple questions here. Okay. Um, do you remember the first time you saw Disney's The Mighty Ducks? I was very young. I okay. don't. I have a much better memory of watching Mighty Ducks two. Okay. Uh, I did rewatch. We rewatched this like ten years I was, ago. I was like ironically, that. one night we were watching a movie, like on a good Stars, movie, correct? And the Mighty Ducks came on, after and we're like, that. "Fuck it, let's just watch it." Yeah. Um, the second one's much better. I mean, I that part of that might be nostalgia, but I don't think it is. I actually think the second one is just a cooler story. They're at the Junior Olympics, which is fun. Uh, it's international. It's not some yeah. podunk town in fucking Minnesota. Yeah. You know, uh, where the only <laughs> thing you can do is is shop for skis and go ice skating. <laughs> Listen um, to Prince. Yeah. And like, you know, you got they're going against Iceland and it was like rah rah America, the classic. Do you know they chose Iceland 90s. on purpose? Because the, they, they did because Russia just became Russia, not the Soviet Union. So they didn't want to like make them the baddies. Oh, really? So they chose so they, Iceland so with, th- with its population of like 90,000 Yeah, people. exactly. Right. They couldn't even choose Finland or yeah. something like that. Or Sweden or something. Iceland. You know what I mean? Like a powerhouse, <laughs> but like they had to make the guy evil. So like yeah. that actually makes sense. He was like a Russian analog, basically. Yes. That they didn't want to call Russian. Correct. Like was he, were they Russian in the original draft? Soviet uh, yeah. Union. Oh, yeah. they were. Yes. Oh, okay. And that, ma- that makes it. perfect sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, 
but okay but going back to the first one the one that started it all yeah um probably the most plausible of the three actually uh, definitely the most plausible of the three in terms of the team and all that stuff because uh, i mean we're jumping ahead in the second one all the kids <laughs> from some piece of shit town in minnesota yes 90% of them end up on the Junior Olympics hockey team. Correct. Which is insane. Yes. <laughs> and I watched all three quite, of these movies, and, by the way, for this review. Yeah. And all then three. And then following that craziness in Mighty Ducks 3, but at this point, you've already gone over the edge. Um, <laughs> all the kids from the Junior Olympics team all get scholarships to one high school. It, back in Minnesota. Back in Minnesota, right. Eden Hall. Right. Uh, I don't remember the name of the school. Uh, yeah, well, I just watched it. That but Eden Hall, I did not. Yeah. So that's that's insane. <laughs> that whole, makes no sense. I mean, that dawned on me insane. while watching my ducks. I'm like, wait, all these, like, uh, uh, not all of them, but like, mm -hmm. Charlie in this one sucks at hockey. Correct. And and then he becomes a coach in two because he sucks at hockey. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But he sucks, but he's still a junior Olympic player. Yes. Makes no sense. Like, you're really good if you're a junior Olympic player. You're not necessarily going to go to the pros, but you're really good. Yep. Like, you're going to get high school scholarships. Yeah, at least Like, they that. did. Yeah. So, whatever. It's a kid's movie. So, but, all right. But let's start with the first one. Oh, wait, okay. wait. So, let me say the one good thing about this movie, and then I'm going to shit on that one good thing. Okay. The character name of Gordon Bombay is really excellent. Gordon Bombay is an incredible name. That's that's like the name, like a screenwriter, like that's a dream name right there. Yeah. It just feels good to say, like aesthetically, Gordon Bombay. Yeah, like the way your mouth moves. It's an epic name. Like it feels, it, it, it's it's like pleasure for your mouth saying Gordon Bombay out yeah. loud. Yeah, and even just like like when people talk in like you're with your friends and you're like, oh, your last name, they call your last name, like just screaming Bombay. Yeah, like it's just it's very um, musical. Yeah, it is. It's rhythmic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, like there's, there's like an aesthetic to it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was great. However, it's also as unoriginal as fuck because he is obviously a template on Gordon Gecko. He's a oh, fucking yuppie. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh. Ugh. I was just sitting there. I'm like... That's kind of clever. I don't mind that it, they took Gordon. Yeah, because Wall it. Street came out like four years before. Yeah. So... Yeah. He's, he even has the slick back hair in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So the idea then the screenplay is like Gordon Gecko learns to be a human being basically. It's the it's the reverse arc, yeah, of Gordon Gecko. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I didn't think of that. I mean, I mean, we're already giving it way more sophistication than it deserves. I think, but I think that was on the back of the mind. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, for sure. I had no idea. I, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, even that is unoriginal because this whole movie is unoriginal. Yeah. Um, and that like it's a derivative kids sports movie, but it, it it that doesn't mean it's above criticism because it does a lot of shit wrong, even for a derivative sports kids movie. Correct, because I'll, like when we talked about Coda, there's a lot of paint by number stuff in Coda, but when you slap on a nice uh, Coda paint and you treat not only the audience with respect but the characters you are writing with respect. Yes turns out well which you could do with a movie like the mighty ducks because you did it with the bad news bears exactly right so there's no excuse for these fucking assholes to make yeah, this, a shitty movie i think the sandlot's another good example yeah that's do a great right, movie. right cult film 
for the right reasons. Not that I know Mighty Ducks. This Mighty Ducks is a kind of cult film, but it's sort of for the wrong reasons. Like you don't really yep. enjoy it. Yep. Um, Heavyweights is another really funny kids movie. It's not a sports movie, but they do that. That does a great job. And Heavyweights actually has a lot of these same actors from the Mighty Ducks franchise it's in also, it. It's also the same writer. That and I'm going to talk about. Oh, it that is. A bit. No. Uh, yeah. Chris uh, Ferg wrote heavyweights who, who did uh freaks and geeks didn't he not and steven brill that's the writer oh steven brill oh he co-wrote it with steven brill yeah so that's what i kind of want to talk about i guess a little bit before we go into the movie itself in that like originally when i wanted to do this movie before we were asked to do it i wanted to make this uh like i wanted to do a john abnett month when yeah I was okay because john abnett is the producer of this movie and he also yeah, directed- and if people don't know, yeah. which you shouldn't know who he is, yeah. so good on you for not knowing. He's directed some of the worst films ever. Yeah, he is. Um, he- most recently that I could think of, obviously, is Righteous Kill, without with which famously put Al Pacino and De Niro together for the first time since Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and eighty eight minutes. They weren't together. No, he did. A- Abner did. He did eighty eight minutes, but yeah. that's just Pacino. Yeah, that's just. Pacino. But Righteous Kill. Yeah. Uh, reunited them for the first time in like 20 years or whatever it was. I think it came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. So actually it wasn't, it was less than 20 years. It was like 15. Um, and it's a horrible <laughs> film. Like just, just like a, it's, it's an abomination. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a hack. Yeah. And yeah. he produced, did he produce the second and third Mighty Ducks as well? I'm guessing yes. he did. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 It, it's pretty um, much the same team ex- except for, I think they changed directors. Right. It's different directors. But how involved, you never know what producers, how involved they are creatively and, and how involved creatively he was in this one. You know what I mean? True. But here's the thing, because like this movie is so bad and the people like involved in it have made bad movies uh, afterwards. I don't know how, like it kind of angers me in that these people still have jobs especially with like these guys with uh the mighty ducks if you work for disney one time you are with them for life right like you have to be an irredeemable human being for you for disney not to come back to you and give you jobs right so these guys were set forever for their lives and they're just amongst the worst filmmakers of all time <laughs> and it and it hurts my soul because i'm thinking like when I put out a screenplay and I just like look at like the studio coverage I get, I'm like, and I read like, oh, it's it's not descriptive enough. Okay, fine. You put in a simile and you get told, oh, this is way too descriptive. Yeah, well, th- yeah. this is now because the, now it's subjective. The yeah. subjective, the gate, the gate taste of the reader. Yeah. I want I want to know what the studio coverage for the Mighty Ducks was. I want to know what the script looked like. You needed you needed a successful <laughs> guy in place already. You couldn't be. This could not have been a spec script. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this or probably needed, came from the top down. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. We need a feel good sports movie. Uh, I guess hockey was the thing in ninety in the early '90s because of Gretzky. Or they or Disney was already or because Disney came out with the Anaheim Ducks as a oh, franchise, that, right? Because it was an expansion team, right? Correct. So they might have already gotten the rights to make their own expansion team. So this is their way of putting yeah. it out there. That's true cross-promotional because after this movie you see the anaheim ducks logo in the next two movies everywhere yeah yeah everywhere yeah i always thought i I remember being a kid and thinking the anaheim ducks got their name from the mighty ducks movies like i always thought that yeah they did but they came first right technically 
No. Oh, they came after. The Mighty Ducks movie came out before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I was right as a kid. Oh, mm-hmm. I was right to think that. Okay. Yeah. I was actually correct. They built the Anaheim Pond for this hockey team. Oh, that, wow. There was nothing there before. Right. No stadium. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is a movie that created an expansion NHL franchise that's won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. impressive. It is. Disney doesn't. That's quite a legacy. Disney doesn't own the team anymore. Just to let you guys know. Uh-huh. Um, so let's talk about the movie itself uh, as we shit on Stephen Brill, John Abnett, and all these other guys. The movie right. starts with that nostalgic 90s Disney thing. And I was, uh-huh. was kind of pumped when I saw that. You know, it comes out with the, the Wish Upon a, wish upon a yeah, Star yeah, yeah. thing. Because when you put on Disney+, Plus, you don't really see that anymore. You see the new logo. Yeah, exactly. You, sold, you know, you saw the old one. Yeah, the nostalgia uh, hits on that one. Yeah, and then and then it just dies after that because now the movie starts and you realize you're watching Drek. Right. Um, well, Gordon, let, let's start with this. Like, yeah. Gordon Bobbay is a piece of shit. One of the uh, most selfish characters I've ever seen. He's so selfish. And I mean, I don't even mean it at the start of the film because he's supposed to be a piece of shit. Yeah, his arc Who, is supposed to be it, nice. It, it, yes, yeah. it's supposed to be I learn how to connect with kids and find my humanity and Correct. play fair. Yes. Basically, that's the whole thing, right? He learns to play yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, but he, he never really does learn that lesson in my opinion, (laughs) but what's even worse is he thinks he does. So he becomes self-righteous about it by the end. He does. He's awful. (laughs) He's awful. This is a main theme throughout the series though. He, he does not change. He is a selfish person in one, two and three. He's a whiny, selfish bitch where he makes everything about him. He leaves them in, in the third one for that new coach yeah he just leaves him because he has an opportunity to run the like the team for like the olympics like right. he's like the gm for them yeah so he just leaves them high and, and he, dry and he comes back for like one scene which yeah. probably happened because emilio didn't want to do the film they're Correct. like we'll pay you for a cameo Absolutely. and he's like all right fine i'll sit i'll be on set for it, a day exactly but he's like i'm done with this fucking franchise but, but it also like it just keeps up with how <laughs> how much of an asshole right, bombay yeah. is which makes me i mean there is a part of me that i'm like like kids aren't going to notice that, right? Because I, as a kid, I like I loved Gordon Bombay. I didn't realize how big a piece of shit he was. But like yeah. the writers, like you gotta notice. Like it, it, my point being that I feel like there's a certain irony to it, or at least, um, like maybe even cynicism, like cynical humor. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we're gonna fucking like fuck around and invert these values and for for these kids and make and like we're just gonna make this guy a piece of shit and write as if he's. Uh, <laughs> he's redeemed himself or i don't know maybe they got to the end they're like oh god he just every, every time we write this guy he sucks it's, it's like the unconscious takes over yeah for the writer and it's like this is just who gordon Bobbe is he's an asshole it also doesn't help that how emilio plays it well emilio yeah he leans into it so heavy and he's terrible in this movie by the way no well he's not he's not a great actor no he's all. not a good actor but like how he read his lines and everything it was just yeah well, he's like he, he's reading it like a fucking '80s Rat Pack child actor, yeah. who's like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm supposed to be an asshole in the scene. Lean into it. Oh, I'm supposed to be nice in the scene. Lean into it. Oh, I'm supposed to kiss her in the scene. Oh, now I'm romantic. Like, it's just, it's like these basic readings of probably like you know, like an idiot yep. being like, oh, this is <laughs> how this is how the scene's supposed to go, and then he plays yeah. pretend and does it. Yeah. Yeah, um, can we talk uh, as the movie like goes on? So the movie starts off with Bombay as a nine-year-old. 
He's in Pee Wee Hockey. Yeah. He's- See, this, and let me just say, <laughs> this is what I mean when I say the writers know this is funny. Like, the gravity with which uh, this movie uh, carries for yeah. the Pee Wee Championship. State championship, which, by the way, never leaves the city. So how is it? This yeah, state that's another thing too, right? Because it's all uh, it's all in Minneapolis. Yeah, wherever it is. But I guess the the coach is so good, he wins it for the city every time. He always wins it for Minnesota, right? Yeah, no, but they specifically say at the end, this is the state championship. No, I no. What I mean is though, like, oh, I see what you're saying because all the playoff teams are it's in the di- city. Yeah, it's all in the same district. You're right. You're right. That also that's a that's actually a plot hole. Yeah, it's awful. Just say sense. it's the city championship. I'll right. accept that. That's be- that's correct. Yeah, but it's already bad enough. It's Pee Wee. We gotta at least make it state. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, he loses. Basically, they had a chance to win the game. They had a off chance to win the game shot. off his penalty shot. Yeah, but he's nine. He's nine years old. <laughs> he just lost his dad. Yeah. Uh, it's the fucking Pee Wee State Finals. Yep. Okay. And they were they, tied. It's not like you lost. And they were, they were tied. So, like, something else happened, coach. Yep. You lost in overtime. Yeah. So that's Gordon's fault? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, okay, let's accept that. Because they can't... It's not like hockey isn't like uh, basketball where mm-hmm. you can, you know, it's a two-pointer. So yeah. they couldn't make it where it was 2-1 and then Gordon had a shot and he could have won the game. They yeah, because that's, that. really, that's really saying he's a loser. Right. But that's not what happened. He no. just he just didn't win it for them in Correct. that moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. They go back to this scene four times. Yeah, I th- it felt like more. It felt like they went back well, to that scene every ten minutes. Well, because the first time when the credits roll, it do- guys, it doesn't fucking end. Yeah. It, the credits with the roll over, forever with the, with the voiceover and everything. That's yeah. another thing. What P? What state P? We league has its own radio telecast. Uh, broadcast yeah but again this is what i mean the writers know that it's a joke (laughs) this is dumb they know it's dumb they know this is stupid so they they think it's funny i hope so i hope so so bombay obviously misses it it's all in slow motion you see coach riley you see that that shot of the kid on his knees on the yeah, ice, which is really funny. He keeps like doing that it. Like a nine-year-old, like he's doing like and the sweat's pouring. Off yeah, his hair. yeah, and his head's down, and it's like, but like you think it's like because as an adult you watch that and you're like, oh, this nine-year-old's taking this so seriously. Yeah, and that's it's so and it's funny because it's like kid, it's the Pee Wee Championship. Well, he's he's acting like uh, remember Adam Morrison from Gonzaga. When he lost in like the, the Sweet Sixteen, yeah, or or uh, or Brady uh, against the the Giants, yeah, right when he has like he's sitting down and his head was down and yeah. like they they called it the Brady whatever the fuck they called it, uh, yeah, it's like that. Stakes are a little higher there, <laughs> yeah, a little higher. It's millions of dollars, yeah. But my best is when when it's Ry- like your legacy as an adult. He when he misses the shot and you see Riley just do this face and he throws up his arms yeah, and he just yeah. puts his head down like. Like, he just hates Bombay so much at that moment. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's a piece of shit nine-year-old. But, like, and like, he, but like he put, he's another piece of shit, obviously. He's the villain. But he's, like, a, he's terrible. And he's, he's also a terrible human. Yeah. But it, it's like that's a, another selfish narcissist who is like, oh, <laughs> I am not taking any responsibility for this. This is all on the kid. <laughs> yeah. This is all the kid's fault. He's the reason. Here's my perfect the, season. First the, off, you're a loser. Like this guy's a loser. Yeah, we'll and Bombay's reaction to him when he first it was like, 
you're still talking about that <laughs> what the fuck do you do with your life like what do you do on the side there's no you don't make a salary of being a peewee coach there's no way there's no money in that so like what like this it has to be your sidekick uh, you know are you an alcoholic <laughs> that's his professional you know I mean? job uh, you know i i just don't you know so but like yeah we, we are getting ahead of ourselves a little yeah. bit so we so cut, he's a hotshot lawyer. Yeah, we cut twenty years later. Bombay is a hotshot lawyer. He's a, a dick. Hot, a hotshot lawyer who still uh, is most embarrassed moment of his life is losing the Pee Wee State Championship. Yeah, like he hasn't gotten over that. No, like how many wins have you had since then? A lot, well, clearly. And he's had thirty courtroom wins. That's he's what I'm undefeated. saying. Yeah, you he's probably the best for, lawyer in the firm. Yeah. So you probably it's supposed to be like a big firm in Minnesota, probably, and it's yeah. like, oh, you're going play. I guess he's sub. How old is he supposed to be? Like twenty five, probably twenty. No, I think he's almost thirty. He is. Yeah. Do they do? Do we know that? Because they we do. Did you do the year somehow? I yeah. I was so they they came in second. I was looking at the banners. The second place banner oh, yeah, of comes course, in nineteen seventy three. Okay, so that was eighteen years. Yeah. So he's so about twenty seven. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, when that checks and out. At, well, spoiling the end. When he's like, I'm going to go in the minors. And... I need to talk about that because that is the. We'll talk about that with... at the end. In terms of at how preposterous this movie is, that is the <laughs> most preposterous part of the entire film yeah. is that ending. Yeah. Is the most preposterous part. Of yeah. Everything that fucking happens. Give me a thousand <laughs> knuckle pucks ripping through the net. Yeah. Fulton Reed. Yeah, exactly. What the. That thing on the bus at the end of the film is the most preposterous thing that fucking happens. You're right. I, I, oh my god it makes no sense it's offensive <laughs> like if i were a hockey player i would be fucking offended just as a person who likes sports i'm like that's offensive yeah that you think you could uh, let's save it because because yeah. here's the thing yeah. here's the thing right so gordon <laughs> his dad dies uh he he loses the the state finals yeah. his team loses he gets blamed for it by all indications he quits hockey yeah he quits at age nine. You could or have 10. been one of the greats, Gordon. Yeah. No one fucking knows that at nine years old. First of all, no. Second of all, how like that? You gave up on hockey at nine because of the Pee Wee State Finals. That's that they you made never, it seem you more. You stopped playing hockey. They so, made it like, seem like it's more. Even, he quit like he more because he lost rather than his dad dying. Right. That's what they made it seem exactly. Like. In either case, you loved hockey, but you quit at nine. Yeah. Doesn't check out. I don't right. remember what the fuck I did at nine years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, if I was playing sports and I quit at nine, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I love that sport. Yeah, and you're also going to not go to, well, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> so whatever. That happens. He it's, gets... He, he wins his case. He's a great lawyer. Yeah. He goes... First and, up, the, 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 and then <laughs> this is an inversion. I hated too, that scene, by the way. Where... He goes to Mr. Duxworth, who's the head of the law firm. Correct. He's the part. The and he's partner, basically yeah. like, you need to learn compassion. Correct. You don't spike as, the ball when you win. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know any lawyer would talk like that after he's won a case. Okay. You got to be nicer. I, kind of lawyer. But I, wrote, I wrote that note down. I'm like, what kind of fucking firm would not spike the ball and winning yeah. big cases? And what kind of firm would preach... Oh, you have to be nicer and more compassionate to your killer lawyer. Yeah, like lawyer, like the the. This is a den of sharks. Exactly. It, so what yeah. are we doing? Why are we blunting their teeth? Yeah, exactly. This is a this is a bloodbath. Yeah. This is a, a wolf pit. Okay, and, that's what being a lawyer is. And 
the Ducksworth character makes no sense to me. He, in some ways, he's kind of more of a villain than Coach Riley because this guy, does he just hate Bombay because Bombay? That's what it seemed like to me. Honestly, it seemed off the bat like this guy is a grudge against Bombay. Like he's threatened that this guy might usurp him within the firm. Which he might. Like that is a reason. That's that's what it comes across. But they could have gone with that. They could have gone with that. They should have. Instead, they come up with the worst scene almost in movie history. We'll talk about. They have. Oh yeah, I know what scene you're talking about. That scene is awful on all levels. From every every character is wrong in that scene. Yes. (laughs) And you know what the worst part of that that scene is? They, it was so easy to write it differently. Where was the opposite? So we'll we'll get to that. These people are lazy hacks. Yeah. So you're right. Um. So. Uh, he gets, you know, dressed down by Ducksworth for being, you know, an asshole. Despite to, winning the case. Despite winning the case. For and, a guy who was guilty. Yeah. And how he handles it is he parties in his Trans Am or whatever that it was, and he's openly and he's, drinking a bottle uh, of beer. A bottle of beer, and he's drunk. Yes. And he gets pulled over, and it just so happens that the judge and the prosecutor of his drunk driving case are the people that he... He just spiked here. over. Yeah. So he gets Which a fucking Dewey, Just would not happen, by the way. Gets arrested. Yeah, but you know what? That's like kids movie shit. Yeah. That, that's movie shit. Uh, yeah. That I actually kind of like. Like, oh, because it's like instant karma, right? Well, it's hammering the point. Yeah, and it brings yeah. it back to, oh, you do everything to win. It's like, oh, we did everything to win. Now we're fucking nailing you. I, li- I, I like that. Exactly. That might have been the best written part of the film. <laughs> was that Dewey? I mean, like, the, the way it was filmed was retarded. Like, him and the Tram Zam is... It, it's shot. It looks really silly. Like he's got the one beer with the music. He doesn't even oh, yeah. seem drunk. Remember when like, I remember when we talked about Robin Hood and I said like my dad filmed it filmed like with his big ass video cassette. He like he framed shots. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with the Mighty Ducks. Like I looked at the director of photography. I'm like, did they even really need one? Well, this I was. Movie you know what I was thinking? Like shit. Did, was it the second unit director on set every fucking day? Did the director even show up? Did they, or was he just talking to the kids? And he's like, "Yeah, Jeff, that's what I was gonna set say. Set up the shot. Did, did they like, give? Did they give the camera to Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it was like second unit director shit. It was really bad. It's really. It's it was like the covered shot. shots where like they get the second AD on set. Yeah, it's and also like, like kind of out of focus and fuzzy. Yeah, the whole film. I yeah. can't believe it. Anyway. I think part of that is they obviously didn't have a big budget. You could tell when the they budget was cut. fifteen million. That's not what. Yeah. So oh, it did not look that way. One of, one of that's reasons, huge. Yeah. So that this, should be because even when they're shooting the scenes where the kids are playing hockey, yeah. it's clear at times that they're playing in an empty rink and they yeah. just cut to a crowd. Yeah. So and this, I thought that was for budget reasons. No, fifteen million. That's because like, they're fucking lazy. Yeah. That shit got um, that shit got extorted. That that's laundering. That's laundering money. So this movie that's laundered cash. Didn't, it didn't get good reviews, but we are continuing with like at least people saw it. So this movie made fifty million on a fifteen million dollar budget. Yeah. However, it really did well on video rental and video sales. Okay. Like it it sold like gangbusters on VCR. Right. So like that's where it made its money, and that's why they had two, se- se- two, two sequels. sequels to it. Yeah. That that's what it was like back in the day. I'm trying to think of a, there were cult films that killed it in video rentals and bought mm-hmm. and that's and that would greenlight their sequel, not the Correct. box office itself. Yep. You're right, you're right. Um, so um, he's go he goes back to the law firm. He's working late at night because Bombay's a workaholic. Which okay, fine. Yeah. And Ducksworth so he is he's a killer. Ducksworth comes in and starts like shitting on him for working. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what do you do? No, this is my firm. And again, it seems like Ducksworth doesn't fucking like this guy. Yeah, and Bombay's not even working on his own case. He's like, I'm just working on like what we're doing. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just trying to like, you know, look what's going on. You know on. what I would think if I were Bombay too? I'd be like, wow, you're shitting on me for working? You're a fucking loser, bro. I am going to take yeah. over this firm. Dude, it's almost like, remember in RoboCop? Where the bad guy like te- like blows up Miguel Ferrer because he he finds yeah, yeah, he yeah. finds him as the corporate like right and he's he's the, he's the riser yeah yeah that's Ducksworth right only they don't show that at all well it's it's almost if you if it's you so see weird. if you frame it that way it makes Ducksworth like a really interesting performance he totally didn't understand no. this at all but like it's like oh he seems like the nice grandpa yeah wise teacher uh like kind compassion softer man and it's like oh no no he he really has a grudge against the guy and he's a killer too. that's what i think he's just trying to sabotage i don't think kid. it's played that way but i know it's it's fucking written that way that's what i think i think is. it's an accident i just think it's hack writing and it, and it just became a frankenstein monster of a, of a character his character makes no sense on no many no, no it levels. Makes, it, it, and here's the thing it's like an unforced <laughs> error too because really this could have been a decent family film yeah, that's that's you know my problem mean? with it. That's my problem with this movie. This movie is dog shit. Right. So so anyway, he gets the Dewey. He yeah. he gets five hundred hours of community <laughs> Which service. Is a lot. That's a ton. But whatever. He got nailed from the prosecutor and he got karma, yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now he's got to coach a pee wee team. Yep. And he has his own. He has his own driver. Driver. Right. Which I'll because, talk about. I'm going to come back to that. But. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't want him driving around because yeah. the well, he's a got suspended a license. suspended license. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So then we go to this is the first time we see the kids and they're playing a prank. Right. They put dog shit in a purse and I guess some guy yeah, stole the purse. Stuff. Yeah, I did this when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, when they get chased, they do the whole cranking up like the Benny Hill stuff. Right. And I just hated every single second of that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. But I, viewing it from the from the viewpoint of trying to view it from the viewpoint of like an eight year old. Yeah, we definitely like that shit as a kid. Oh, I mean, absolutely. shitty humor. You know I, what I mean? I love this movie as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So kids yeah. being kids, that's fine. Yeah. They're they get to the ice rink, right? Uh, uh no, after. they're outside. They're on the they're they're on the uh, like lake. That yeah, where they where they practice. That's where Correct. they practice. That's and Emilio Estevez has the driver drive on drive the ice. on the on the ice, <laughs> which is like supposed to be a lesson. Wait, like, but he says, "Oh, I know, sir. You haven't played hockey since you were nine. How do you like know the thickness of the ice inherently?" Right. Yeah. Come on. But. That's kind of fun. He's still an asshole because I'm like, oh, he's taking a risk. He doesn't really even know it's going to work. Dude, they make this guy seem like if he just played a little bit longer, he would have been the Michael Jordan of hockey. Yeah. That's at nine. Like at nine. He inherently knows that the car can just drive on fucking frozen ice and not collapse on itself. Right. Without stepping on it. Well, he might as a guy, if you grew up in Minnesota your whole life, you would know something like that, even if you didn't know hockey. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Like Bound Park, like where where the ice lake is. (laughs) I know in the dead of winter that thing you could walk on that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. We'll give Um, Bombay that because there's plenty to criticize about him. Um, so he comes in. He fucking hates the kids. He's yeah. all really funny as an adult watching him. Like, like he just thinks they're all pieces of shit. Doesn't want to be there. How he keeps calling them bro and dude. Yeah, he's like bro, dude, and like he just they could die in front of him and he wouldn't care. I mean no. that's fu- and that's really funny. <laughs> um, and the kids are annoying. Like, that's okay. I, I, this is what I wanted to talk about. Other than Charlie and Charlie's mom, is there anybody likable in this movie? Yeah. Uh, Connie's fine. Okay. She's fine. Uh, 
the ice skater, she does. I mean, she barely talks. Danny yeah. Tamborelli <laughs> and all that Tamborelli. doesn't talk. Um, <laughs> honestly, Adam Banks is fine. He's actually a humble kid. Actually, and I feel bad for Adam Banks. I hate Averman. I hate Jesse. Jesse Hall is one of the worst characters ever. And I know it's a kid, yeah. and I feel bad saying it. He's a well, and piece it, part of, of it's shit. also retro- retrospect because Juicy Smollier, you know, went on to. Do well, no, it, no, but. that that's Je- Juicy is not uh, Jesse Hall. Oh, who is that's he? That's the brother. Jess- Juicy Smollier is the brother. Oh, he's the oh, he's, he's the, the other brother skin. that never talks. Yes. Oh, oh, that makes me feel better. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, oh, wow. They really cast the guy that looks. They look alike. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. I thought that was Juicy Smollier. I thought no, I no. looked that up, and I because he had this. He had the Hall last name. That's yeah, why. Yeah, correct. They're brothers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. You know what? I don't hate. Je- he's like he's like the punk. Uh. You know, tough kid, cool. Ki- not cool kid, but um, he's a kid with toot. He's got attitude. You know who the worst of the bunch is? Who? The fucking worst is. Who? And I didn't realize it until I watched <laughs> this film because I liked him when I was a kid. Yeah. Is fucking Goldberg. Goldberg <laughs> sucks. Goldberg's the worst goalie ever. What the fuck are you doing playing hockey? <laughs> like, oh, guys, don't hit me. Oh, why are you in goal, you fat fuck? Go home. He weighs go more play... than Emilio Estevez. Yeah, go play fucking <laughs> video games and eat Cheetos, dude. What are you doing here? Like, I remember, like, just cut to the end of the bit. Like, I'm actually rooting for the fucking kids because I don't like the Hawks either. Like, I'm rooting for the kids at the end. And oh, yeah. I know they're going to... They're shitty, preppy white kids. Yeah, and yeah. I know they're going to win, yeah. right? But, like, I'm watching, I'm just seeing Goldberg <laughs> not block a shot. No. I'm like, get him off the ice. Yeah. You are a liability. He's the worst. You're the worst. And I'd be like... And the thing is, like, he's not even trying It'd be one thing he's like, oh, I'm trying to get better, coach. Like, no, coach, don't hit me. It's like, why'd you become a goalie? Oh, my God. And I know it's stupid kid shit, but I can't stand Goldberg in this movie. He sucks, and he also sucks throughout the series. He's terrible throughout the series. He's terrible throughout the series. Like, the girl in the second one is a better goalie than him. They never use her. Way more. So Way better. And, like, anything that comes out of this fucking, his fat mouth (laughs) is him whining. Oh, guys, stop, guys. He is you, a piece of shit. Oh, he's useless. And he also he's useless. Wait, and you know what? Like, what? It, it's an unexplained po- plot hole because, like, he he says he's his family's gonna go to Philadelphia soon, so he's always wearing flyers. Yeah, shit. yeah, oh, an eagle shit. And yeah. he's wearing it throughout the series. So in four years, he's never moved. to Oh, really? Philadelphia. Is he? Because I remember at the end he had the Eagles hat too. Yeah, he wears all Philly shit throughout the three movies, and like he never. Moves. And his family's not from Philadelphia. He says he's literally going to go there. Yeah, that makes him worse. That makes me hate him even more because uh, you know, obviously, it's Philly. We're in New York. I, fuck, I fucking hate Goldberg. <laughs> he sucks. He's the worst one. Well, that's. A, I don't really hate any of the other kids. I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't. I, you can tell the kid with the leather jacket who's not in any of them. He's the only one. Tim. Yeah, he's like a, he's he's like a fucking he's like an outsider. Yeah, but he's like an Italian fucking yeah. goon. Yeah. But he's six, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, you know what he reminds me of. Remember in our, remember in our biology class. Yes, I know what you're gonna say the yep. little piece of shit kid. What was that? What was it, Andrew? I think that was his name. But he, he sounded like he smoked he sound- four packs of, of cigarettes yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, and he thought he was really cool, and he was like four six. And I hated that fucking. He's kid. he's like him. Yes, he's exactly he's like, like him. Yeah, we're kids. Yeah, but he's like straight out of the kids from a Bronx tale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, from in via yeah. Minnesota. And he's got a New York accent, and he's from Minnesota, so that works. 
So I don't really hate the kids. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I, like I, don't I, I hate Goldberg. I, I don't. <laughs> the rest of the kids, uh, the redhead with the glasses that kept making the jokes, like, oh, Gopi. Go uh, what, what would the jokes? I forget what he would say. Adamant. Yeah. Yeah, Abram, you didn't like that, you know, swing bada bada shit. Yeah, swing bada bada bada. You know, it got it got annoying the more he did it. But I remember, I remember as a kid finding that funny, and like yeah. that actually, people still like that. That's a throwback. People will remember that from the film. Actually, that's like a cult. Yeah, I hate. I hate. I don't really like anybody in this movie, uh, well, except the, for Charlie and Charlie's mom. Yeah, and I just feel bad for Charlie. I mean, yeah, the whole Charlie thing is funny. Have you ever seen? Uh, um, the meme about Charlie and, oh. and Gordon Bobbe they're at the diner and Gordon Bobbe is like uh, yeah you know like I'm I'm an asshole lawyer and I just got a DUI I got arrested for being drunk and he's like will you please fuck my mom <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what it is it's essentially what it is but it's actually sad when you think about it because it's like oh this kid really wants a dad well we'll talk about that more and he feels and he actually is really empathetic because like he sees his mom being lonely and he doesn't want his mom to be yeah. alone. Yeah. Like it's really sad. It's very sad. This whole, th- that whole thing is very sad. Yeah. To me. It's sad. Um, um, and he really is a sweet, like he is a, a genuinely likable kid. In you the know, film. you know how like with Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, there's grandpa Joe is a dick.com. Yeah. They yeah, sh- yeah. There Gr- should Gr- grandpa Joe sucks. Yeah, gr- okay. There should be, no, no, no. I don't know if that's oh, what yeah. it's called, but he actually, sucks. I think it's a grandpa Joe is a dick.com. Yeah, yeah. There should be Gordon Bombay is a dick.com. Right labeling even, everything that he does horrible to people in these movies yeah or there's a little series of funny or die i forget it might be on like hulu now or something where zach morris is trash okay yeah and it just sum- kind of like, yeah and it sums up all all the episodes in like eight minutes it just talks about how horrible and selfish and narcissistic zach morris is yeah that's gordon bombay yeah so we fast forward we th- go through a couple games where uh-huh. we see the ducks just get fucking manhandled they yeah. get their ass they can't kicked. score a goal they're useless like they can't even play hockey it gets they, the, they shouldn't be doing this it like, gets to the point that bombay tells them to cheat and to do james harden shit and just fucking right. flop everywhere so they can hopefully get a penalty shot and maybe luck into a goal and it pisses off not only the team but also the team's parents which yeah I which would... works as a beat actually that, that that's actually a good turning point in the film yeah that it's actually that actually is a good thing to have him start realizing maybe i should stop right. doing this and yeah. especially with from the asshole jesse his dad you know he was right i didn't you know i'm not using my overtime pay to see yeah. my fucking kid fall yeah exactly and he's getting and... shit together bro and it's actually again it's an interesting plot point that would uh trigger an organic change in exactly. the character it exactly. actually creates an arc exactly it's well it's well written it's the one there's, as an idea it's well yeah. written in pre in execution it's it's clunky but yes yeah. yeah. so then we go into bombay's like really like thinking about stuff you see it's like oh yeah maybe he's right about this and you you see like this like tim burton-esque shot where he's walking into this like weird winter wonderland thing and he goes through the back and that's when we first see hans Hans, which is so and i know this is because we live in a culture now where we we, you know uh, we're like we're really cynical yeah about relationships between kids and yeah and and adults adults. and you know there's much more aware of pedophiles and pedophile sex crimes which are horrible (laughs) and we're always on the lookout for them yeah. And you just but like I just can't help but get vibes like did he 
touch you, Gordon? Like, because, <laughs> and it's not just because he came in and he's like, I, I remember when he used to come through the back door. There's only one sneak. person. Yeah. There's only one person who would do that. Sneak through the back. I'm like, what? He would sneak in through the back door at night and you guys would hang out? Yeah. <laughs> at nine years old. At nine? And the kid had like nowhere to go to because he had no, he was like an orphan. Where was his parents? Yeah. His dad didn't die yet. Oh yeah, that's true because he quits hockey. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He used to watch me duel out for hours. Like that's all he would do. Okay. <laughs> like that Not was creepy. I'm sorry, but that was creepy. But like, again, <laughs> I, I don't, th- it doesn't, it wouldn't register that way. I don't think in the nineties now with, and also how he smiles too about it. Yeah. Like he knew right away. Right. Like you, but this is like pre-Dateline. This is like pre-Chris Hansen. So we, <laughs> we weren't, they weren't uh, primed for that in the same way, I guess. Well, you know what another thing be I found that weird? Way. Like is but that it is weird. Hans and Coach Riley have not seen Bombay in almost 20 years. And oh, yet they, they knew him right away. They know him right away. I wouldn't even fucking remember him. Like you were, oh yeah, I used to come here when I was a kid for, how long? How long did he come through the back? Like for a year? Well, that's a special year, John. Yeah, I uh, guess. I mean, you, you're the best. Like, also, that guy's British. Oh, is he? I mean, yeah, the actor. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll look him up quickly right. as we're talking. Um, but yeah, so we meet Hans. He is the wise. Everyone, if we, if you haven't gotten it yet, there is a template in screenwriting. Yeah, for the, the hero's wi- journey. For the hero's because journey. a lot of people use the hero's journey, and Hans is the wise old He's man. Obi Wan Kenobi. He's Yoda. Yes. And, and he's actually, uh, Hans is a likable character in the film. Like, he's nothing yeah. wrong with him. He's a nice guy. No, there's nothing wrong with him inherently. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just weird um, that he hasn't changed his store in the 20 years. It still looks yeah. like it's in the 70s. He still has clippings of Bombay losing. That's weird. Store, I don't mind so much. It's a fucking podunk town in Minnesota. Whatever. What's going to change? Guy's fucking probably broke. You know, just hangs out, lives alone, loves loves his ski shop. Joss Auckland is the name yeah. of Hans. Okay. I heard him. Uh, he kind of looks like Stephen Fry. I noticed. You know what I said? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah an older, Fry. older, bolder Stephen Fry. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. see that. Yeah. <clears throat> so Hans is the one that tells Bombay, uh, you know, you don't like. He makes him realize, excuse me, that you know he really doesn't like his job as a lawyer. Right. You know that you. It wasn't just about you being great at hockey, Bombay. It was that you played with such passion and such fun. Which right. does sound creepy it's now. All, it's all a creepy <laughs> But again, our heads might be in the gutters on this one and <laughs> might just be too cynical. And... and that's when we find out Bombay scored 198 goals in one season. <laughs> <laughs> how many games what did they play? A hundred games? <laughs> Do you know how ridiculous that is? 198? Let's say it's 50. Did he average 20 goals a Let's game? Say it's 50 games. Let's say it's 50, which it's not. That's four goals a game almost. Yeah. A game. <laughs> and then you quit hockey? Yeah. Come on, dude. So then Hans Hans gives him uh, skates and tells him to skate like on the lake. Like he, which he hasn't done in 20 years, apparently. And that, that that's a thing like when you see in this movie... Uh, you can tell when the kids and Emilio Estevez are actually skating because they their movements are very slow. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's, it's really jarring when, when the hockey games are happening because you're like, these kids can't fucking play hockey at all. No. And it looks bad. 
and then you can tell when they actually have real skaters on there. Oh yeah, it's very it's very obvious the editing. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly clear. I find it. I just I got a little chuckle out of that. Yeah. Uh, this allows Bombay to now realize he was wrong after the skate, mm-hmm. and he goes to Charlie's house. Yeah. Where he apologized like a man, and he says, "I was yeah. wrong, and you were you Makes know sense. you were right for you know sticking up for me." And that's when we start getting the inkling that there might be a love story between Charlie's mom, who I don't know her name. It's just yeah, Charlie's, mom. Charlie's mom. And Did they give her a name? Bombay. I'm going to look right now. But uh, let's talk about that weird uh, subplot because I think that's really what shows how much of an asshole Bombay is. Uh-huh. Charlie's mom. Uh, he, he coyly tries to, like, date her but not date her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't really know what this is. I'll give you a shot. You're cute. Mm-hmm. Son wants me to date you. I'm in. I'm in with the son. So I'm gonna get in with you. Her name is Casey. I don't remember her ever. Being I, I don't remember Casey. Either. Uh, they go to the winter festival, right? And yeah. Well, that's when he makes the really bad. But, well, and then he he kisses her and he says like basically he's like I'm here for you. Like basically he's he makes a commitment to her there. Yeah. They've known each other for ten seconds. Yeah. Ten seconds. And he's not. And he makes a commitment there where I'm like. I don't think he's totally wrong for being like, listen, it's just our first date. It can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a little crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, but then she says at the end, like, oh, if you're going to leave, blah, 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 like, you know, yeah. I can handle it. But Charlie's like, well, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm here to stay. I, I, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Are you the, like, is it really only Charlie that's having a problem with this? Right. And yeah, I get it. But like, it really does come across as that Bombay is trying to act like the nice guy just to fuck her. Yes. That's what it comes out of. Because Bomb- they write Bombay like an asshole. Right. And they got to make it, it's a movie, so they got to make it a big romantic scene as opposed to a realistic scene where it's like, he should have stayed at, like, this is the first day, let's see where it goes. Yeah. And then it ends in a kiss. Yeah. But no, it's got to be a big romantic gesture when two seconds ago you were like, this is the first day. <laughs> you know? And not only that, he when he like makes the joke about like, where's my room in this ice castle? And she's like... We, you know, you can't really make jokes about that, which I kind of get from her side as well. Like, yeah. don't don't say stuff like that. He's like, listen, I'm, why are you taking this so seriously? It's like, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have a Winterfest. Like, I'm on a date with you. Like, I, I'm I'm looking for a, a partner. You know? Yeah. Like, come on, can we just have fun? Can't we just? Yeah. Can we just make bad mistakes? So that whole thing. Again, it's just it's another check mark on the Bombay's an asshole checklist. Yeah, not an I, I can't call him an asshole in this, but uh, it's weird it's for suspect. a Disney movie. You think so? I think that whole love thing was actually yeah weird. Well, I think that's why they it, it, there's something lukewarm about it. They don't show them interact much. They don't really even give them a chance to develop chemistry. It's like Disney, I guess, kind of wanted it in case. For the parents, I guess, like to sort of like they don't, they well, got they're trying to keep their hands in two pots in terms of the audience, like kids and parents. Okay. I don't know. So like they, you know how like when Disney movies or even animated films will have adult humor. Yeah. Well, so there's the a lot of that also enjoy it, in the Mighty Joy too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, they totally slotify Charlie's mom in the second one. You don't see her. she's not in in uh, in it at all, uh-huh. and she's married. Really? It's only been a year. Especially knowing how that how this first movie ends when we talk about the ending. Oh, so she got like she got hitched in Vegas. I don't. She just got married. 
that's weird and they don't talk about how their relationship happened at all and like he's just friendly with charlie still Maybe it didn't work out i mean he abandons him all at the end he goes to the stupid minor tryout so that was the end of that that i think that could have been the end of that but and then she was like listen charlie but then they bring her back. great they bring her back for for mighty ducks i completely 3. forgot about that they bring her back and she's divorced now. and they bring back hans because spoiler alert, Hans is not in the second one. It's his brother. I thought they, I always thought they recast him. No, it's his brother. I didn't know that was his brother. <laughs> so they found a way. So, but th- that's why this whole like this love thing is so weird because like they do that and they realize I guess like oh like maybe it's not working or maybe like we realize he's coming across as a jerk. So uh, no, I think it's more simple than that. It's like we we couldn't get the if they want to have another not just that. You want uh, and movies do this with sequels. Like they want to. It's like the Bond effect, right? Like they New don't girl. want to be married. They want they want an opportunity to have another romantic angle mm-hmm. in the next one. Yep. And they're not going to have that if he's just with her. You know what I mean? They want the new romance. And also, like in the second one, it creates the tension with they copy the same beat as this one, where the kids yeah. turn on him because like, oh, you're sleeping yeah. with the enemy. Where the proper Each response has to that the is like, fucking grow up, kids. Yeah. Like, th- she's not the enemy. She's just a, a coach on her team. Whatever. Yeah. That's the second one. So, <laughs> whatever. That whole thing happens. Bombay goes to Ducksworth to sponsor the team. Because they're fucking... Right. They're wearing... They're poor people. And they're not... Yeah. You know, they're not... They get abandoned good. by their parents. And... Besides the dad. Correct. Besides Jesse Hall's dad. Exactly. Everyone else abandons them. Correct. So, after some haggling... Bombay is able to get them to sponsor for their equipment, which, you know, good on Bombay. That's probably the nicest, the best thing he actually yeah, that is. accomplishes he's, he's, in this movie. Yeah. And, like, it kind of also shows how Ducksworth's kind of an asshole a little bit still at the same. He's like, ah, I really don't want to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> He's cheap. He's a cheap fuck. I, don't, I wouldn't say he's an asshole. He's just cheap because I'd be like, I, he doesn't know these kids. What do I give a shit? Well, you know, instead of going mo- to Models, you know, of right. course, Bombay goes to Hans. Uh, yeah, gives us a business. Gives <laughs> a, I, had, I had that thought. I was like, are oh, you giving Hans that was, business? That was like that was like a, like a political payoff, right? Yeah, there. like oh, you made me see the light, so I'm gonna get you fifteen thousand dollars in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, but he's also helping his buddy out. I mean, the guy is probably not doing great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's when we meet uh, Bombay, the general manager. Because we don't, that's the thing. We don't see Bombay really as a coach in this movie. We see him more yeah. as like a talent scout. So he, that's when he brings in Fulton Reed. Yeah. Because Fulton is still. Uh, the Bash bro. He's the Bash brother. He is the like the alley kid who yeah. he's the tough kid who like beats up everyone. But yet he's he sticks up for the little guy. Right. And he has he's I think he's like the inspiration for Happy Gilmore. Oh, with the big puck shot. He, it's the same shit. Right. He can't skate. He fucking breaks glasses. That's true, actually. That'd he be kind beats, of funny. If... He beats everybody up. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's fucking Happy and Gilmore. And Happy Gilmore plays fucking hockey. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, they even say what a shot in both movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a common phrase. What a shot. No, I know, but just like... That's funny. I'm going to look that up. That that might be... You might be right. Happy Gilmore might have plagiarized fucking... Well, Stephen Brill, Brill is friends with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I bet they reused that. Well, it's like heavyweights. You wrote heavyweights, right? And yep. fucking Ben Stiller's character in heavyweights is the same character yeah. in Dodgeball. Yeah. Did Bill write Dodgeball? I don't know who who wrote Dodgeball. Uh, that, probably not him. But that I I don't know. I'm not sure. If you want to look that up, but uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, so we see he he brings Fulton in after Fulton tells him I don't know how to skate, but so 
to they baptism by fire him by having him fucking skate in the Mall of America of all places on roller yeah. skates, which is probably not the best way to teach him. Yeah. And then that's when they bring no, in that's when they bring in Tamborelli and the figure skater. Uh huh. So you know he's and I don't know why Tamborelli's there. I mean, he was. What is he like? What did he bring to the team? Uh, like they just needed bodies, right? I guess. Yeah. I guess they needed a reason for the girl, the figure skater girl, to be on the team. Because why else would she choose to do it? So they needed the reason. And they needed another kid. Like we'll just throw her brother kid in there. Yeah, that's my guess. Oh right, 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 right. That's my guess. Okay. Um. So whatever, he's getting this these ragtag group together. He's yep. teaching the kid to skate. Yeah. Again, we get the realism of like how long it takes to teach a kid to skate. That's fine. Whatever. Fast forward. We go through a montage of seeing them how how they're finally starting to get better. Yeah. And that's they utilize physical comedy with the eggs. Because uh-huh. it's supposed to like bring it in, he's hitting yeah. the eggs. Which is on real. Him. Now he's coaching. Yeah, yeah. Now and he's he coaching actually, a little he, bit. He comes up, with but the I'm, game talking, plans. I'm not talking about plays though. Like, he yeah, but it's pra- practice. You yeah. know, that's part of coaching. He, you know, he's he realizes Goldberg is afraid of the fucking hockey puck. So as he a ties goalie. him to so the ties goalie. him up, and you know, you get that comedy, and you think like Goldberg is going to be a good goalie after that. No, he's, he's just as bad. He's, he's so he's terrible. <laughs> Some of those goals in the final match. We're like, you didn't even try. No. Get in front of the puck. No. He makes like one save. He's like, good save, Goldberg. He's like, yeah. how about the other four? Yeah. So they trust Bombay. Bombay trusts the kids. And that's when he you know, shows that they have their own jerseys. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how they're going to be named the Ducks after... Um, Duck the firm, firm, which is which, I, you know, that's fine. Yeah, and they're all like, "Oh, ducks suck." And... Which they're kind of right. It's like the New yeah, they're kind of right. It's like the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what that's uh, that. I actually like that scene because like it, it did make it endearing. Where like he recognizes that, so he manipulates them and lies to them Correct. and says like everyone's scared of ducks. It's yeah. Like, no, ducks can't kill anybody. <laughs> you ever been bitten by a duck? No. Uh, I well bitten. I, I used to. I've fed ducks upstate by the lake, and like okay. they'll. they'll Sometimes they'll nib your finger. Okay. And even as like a 10 year old, like it does not hurt. Like it's, you know, I feel a pinch for a second. But like, is it, it a gaggle? Hurt. Is it a gaggle of, of ducks? Like a gaggle know. of geese? I don't know. I used to know all that stuff. I don't know. But he, like when he talks about how like of ducks. a murder of a murder <laughs> of ducks. <laughs> but when he talks about how like they're fearsome and everyone's like, a, like, scared yeah, like ducks. we don't buy it, but we'll move on. And it is a cool, how he rips the he duck like mask wrestler. is cool. The goalie duck mask. Yeah. Is a, it's a cool logo and stuff. Oh yeah. I agree you with that. Know? I agree with but that. But he does say, it, the one thing he did, which I did like, you know, writing wise where he's like, listen, ducks always fly together, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole fucking you know sort of spirit of the film yeah the franchise really um yep so that's nice whatever yep um, um so we, we did skip when they all turn on him because he they catch him uh telling the guy like oh yeah they are losers yeah i bet they are they aren't no that's anything. not yet that's after oh yeah. you're right you're right you're right you're right shit we didn't yeah. skip anything yeah 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 because yeah. that had to be after they got better and they started bonding you're right you're right Correct. sorry um so what happens is that even though the Ducks have lost every game except for one, uh-huh. they still have a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah. Which. Well, they do. It's a. Yeah, but here's why, though. So this makes sense. And it's like kind of pathetic, but it's like everybody makes the playoffs besides two teams. Yeah. Because it's peewee hockey and we all want kids to have fun. Yeah. Right. 
one team forfeited. Even though this is... So you just got to be the second worst team. Yeah. No, the, you have to be the third worst team to make no, the playoffs. Well, no, no, no. But in this context, yeah, technically okay, they yeah. only had to be the second because one dropped out. So yeah, they're okay. just yeah, the worst yeah, by right. far. You're right. Um, so again, that to me is kind of funny where it's like... And this league... See, this is how pathetic this league is. And this league is in nationally syndicated hockey publications according yeah. to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> They it's have their own newspaper. So. Yeah. A big time newspaper, it seems. Um, so that's when uh, Hans tells him, <laughs> tells Bombay that he wouldn't even have been a hawk because they redrew the district lines like it's like a house, like a like right, a house like a gerrymandering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's when Bombay gets the idea of looking on who are the best players that should be at yeah. the district five. So this team. is Bombay undoing all of his progress as a human being and going right back to being a complete piece of shit. Oh, he wants to win. Yeah. This is and a win now. It move. actually it's worse than the beginning of the film because the beginning of the film he recognizes that he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. But in this part which is uh in this part he thinks it's fair play. Yeah. And he's completely in the right from his point of view. So basically yep. what happens? He redistricts gerrymanders the lines and realizes Adam Banks is actually zoned yep. for the Ducks. And he's the Hawks' best player, and they think he's going to be a pro prospect. For, and forget that. But, because he's nine, whatever. He'll yep. have time to, but like, he's with all his friends. Correct. He lives with them. Yep. He, he lives around them. Mm-hmm. Hangs out with them all the time. Mm-hmm. Has been on the team mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to drag this fucking kid mm-hmm. off the team, away from his friends, away from his coach. Yep. Away from a better team where he should be playing with better players. Yep. Because he's really good. And it'll make him better. Yeah. And you're dragging him on your team off of technicality. Yes. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) And here's the thing. And this is what pisses me off. They could have written this the other way where the maybe like Adam Banks was – because the writers, they have to know writing this like this makes Gordon Bobby look like an asshole yeah they have to know that but like the kids won't notice kids won't notice is what is probably their adults would parents would know yeah but like the parents like whatever this is stupid it's a kids movie yeah you could have easily like from the beginning of the film like Adam Banks was friends with all these kids he's he's their only good player Mm -hmm. and the other guy off a technicality Gordon Bobby's old peewee coach Mm -hmm. uh fucking Foghorn Leghorn (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> drags Adam Banks away and is like, no, sorry, Gordon, he's on our team. Yeah. Or maybe like, the, maybe it happened off screen. The kid was always on the team and he does, and none of the Hawks like him and he's actually friends with the That would have been better. That would have been much better. Yeah. You could have easily done that. Yeah. But no, that we're lazy. We're hacks. We don't have time. <laughs> so we're just going to do the easy thing where he was there the whole time and we do a switcheroo and we drag him back. And Gordon Bob Bay is talking about how it's him playing fair. Yeah. And like the dad, they make the dad play it like he's evil, like like he's that, you know, shrewd businessman type that's like, come on, Gordon, do the right thing or we'll fuck your life. Oh, Banks? Banks' father. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a reason why they chose the last name Banks, too. Yeah, exactly. He's um, like a rich kid, rich yeah. dad who's acting like a jerk. The but dad really, is a jerk, though. And, I know. But and the, he shows it at the end. That's what I'm saying, but that's how they play it that way. So, yeah. So the dad, instead of being like, Mr. Bombay, like this is, like, what if it was a dad like that? You know, imagine, imagine it was like dad like Mr. Bombay. The kid, these kids are nine years old. Yeah. Like, I just want my kid to have fun. Yeah. 
Those are all his best friends are on the team. Correct. Okay. He's yeah. been playing with the team next. All right. Next year we could talk about it. Yeah. Okay. But like this isn't right. Mm-hmm. But because the dad acts like an asshole, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about playing fair. Yeah. So that's why you know he Bombay figures this out. He goes to a Hawks game. He like fucking he just like he a, serves him like his a streaker exactly. Yeah, he serves yeah. him his papers. Yeah. Subpoenas him. Yeah. And he's like, listen, if. Banks either plays for us or he doesn't play at all. And if he plays yeah, for the Hawks, which is also horrible, you forfeit every game. Which is also horrible because basically yeah. what he's saying is, if the kid wants to play, he has to play for us. Yeah. Well, then he won't play at all. Okay, fine. Oh, so you're fucking up the kid's life. You don't give a shit if this nine-year-old doesn't play hockey. Yeah. You're a <laughs> scum. Yeah. If I was a dad, I would want to deck him in the face. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's when. Uh, this is when the the miscommunication happens when they overhear him because that's when he talks to Riley. So Coach right. Riley is oh, acted... Oh, right, because Coach Riley's pissed off about it. Yeah. Coach Riley is acted by a guy named Lane Smith. And this man has a southern accent that is thicker than molasses. Yeah. And I am supposed to believe he has lived in Minnesota his whole life. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he lived his whole life. At least 20 At years. At least 20-something years. Maybe he got poached. Was when he back and, in from Mississippi, and it's certain words that that really jumps across how he southern he is. It's when yeah. he, when he tells Bombay, "I taught you how to go for the W." For the W. The W. And not only that, <laughs> did you play hockey as a kid? <laughs> yeah. From the fucking south. Like where were you playing hockey? Yeah, south of the hockey didn't get big until like two thousand. Yeah, because they had to make up yeah ice rinks because they don't have the weather for it. Correct. Yeah, you were playing hockey. Okay. <laughs> And he goes nuts, which I agree with. I, I, you know, yeah, I would go nuts too. I'd be like, he's a dick, but like I do agree with right. everything he said. And that's when I mean, he wants to get back for the wrong reasons, in the sense that like he just cares about winning. He doesn't care about the kid, really. Yeah, but like it is a scummy move. It's 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 a technical it's technical yeah. lawyer shit. Yeah. So, team isn't happy that Banks is going to be uh, on the team. Uh, Jesse. Uh, Kind of gets a little racial. Kept keeps calling Bombay and Banks cake eaters constantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's just constant. Yeah. And then uh, you know, I thought it was more a class thing. Well, okay, yeah. Like, let them eat cake. Yeah, but he's the only one that does it. He's yeah. he's he really hates <laughs> he really, that. He really doesn't like Banks. Right. Um. So they wound up forfeiting the game because no one wants to play with Banks, and also because they heard Bombay be sarcastic with Riley and call right. them. Well, and ba- but Bombay didn't even clear it out of the locker room. Like, oh, it's not what I meant. Yeah, we know what you meant. Well, no, because like a, he had to say it in detention. And that's what I'm saying. He had to say it in detention later. Yeah. We're like, oh, now you've clarified your position. Yeah. Instead of being like, guys, I was being sarcastic. I don't actually think that about you. Yeah. And like, that's another thing about Bombay. And this is like the trap. This is the trap of writing, of the writing. This isn't Emilio Estevez's fault. But like where he's acting like a kid to the kids. Yeah. He's not being the adult because it's got. It's not dramatic otherwise. Yeah. There's other dramatic of a, of a coach being like kids shut up like they have to put them on <laughs> equal footing in a sense because yeah. they have to have a dramatic relationship correct he has to earn their trust back yeah, after yeah. losing it um so uh what happens he quickly regains it back though because the kids wind up getting into a fight in class because they yeah. truthfully point out that charlie's mom wants to bang bombay right and vice it was versa he made a good joke and not only that Charlie wants that to happen, and yet gets upset when the kids point it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, my mom's sexual relationship is between me, her, and Gordon. <laughs> Not you. 
I stand yeah. and watch. But I guess you could also it's play devil's advocate. Like also, Charlie's like, well, he betrayed us now, so now I'm mad about that. You know yeah, what I mean? That's there's true. also that. There's also that because him and Fulton are the only ones. That's like Fulton's actually an interesting character. He's like ride. I like Fulton. He's ride or die the entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you think he's, he's going to be the jerk? He's not. He's 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 awesome. He's actually the best kid on the. Yeah, you're right. The, yeah. Okay, I like kid. I like Fulton. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, but I took it as why they were willing to hear up Bombay. Also, when they get in the whole fight, mm-hmm. they bond over the ducks thing, like quack quack quack. Yeah. And I it, like it's the kids being like, oh, we like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we miss it. Yeah. They start quacking at the principal, who, by the way, they recast in D three as a teacher at Eden Hall. So they just brought <laughs> really? her back. They brought the actress back. Yeah. You know, she's definitely a friend of the producers Absolutely. or a wife or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know whatever we go with that. So then we jump to, uh, you know, when this movie really jumps the shark for me. And that is when Bombay goes back to the office. Ducksworth tells him, congratulations for um, doing your community service. service. You did a really great job. So Bombay's like, oh, great. You know, we could talk about uh, the cases that I have to do. Um, You know, the the team that you're sponsoring is doing really well. And that's when Ducksworth's like, well, no, we're not really going to be talking about any of that because I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Adam Banks' dad. Right. And that's when we talk about whole, the whole we got to get Banks back on the Hawks. And this yeah. is the scene where everyone is wrong and everyone's a dick. Yeah, everyone sucks. Honest, you everyone know who's – uh, I'm going to be honest. The dad is not wrong in this scene. I'm sorry. The way he approaches Bombay and the way he talks, again, they make him like this cutout cartoon villain type. You know, with this banker type yeah. prick, mm-hmm. spoiled prick. Mm-hmm. But the uh, you can't even say the intentions of whatever. It's a guy who's who's vouching for his kid. Mm-hmm. He's fighting okay. for his kid to be yeah. on the team he wants to play on. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave the dad out of it. Okay. The coach is is a douchebag and a loser. I mean, he's just a fucking dork. Yeah. But Ducksworth and Bombay both completely in the wrong. This well, if we're playing into the angle. That Ducksworth resents Gordon Bombay. That's the only thing that makes sense. And he fucking hates him. He's like, I want any excuse to take you out. This is what I'm going to use. You're fucking with my clients. You're out. Then it makes sense. But obviously, we're obviously reading into that because Gordon, he's written so shittily yeah. that it sort of comes off that way. Because this doesn't Otherwise, make sense. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. It's actually, it would actually uh, be wrongful discrim- wrongful termination. I don't, I'm not even sure it's legal. To fire this him is, over something like this that. This is bizarre. It's bonkers. I'm going to fire my my best lawyer. Yeah. At least one of my best young lawyers. Because, yeah. Who's undefeated. Who's, 30, who's won me 30 cases. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get rid of this guy. This this good guy. Because of a kid's hockey team. Right. But then the other end, Gordon. Well, Bombay's an idiot, too. Bombay is like. They're all. Bo- no. Everyone's. Re- Oh, you, and he gives him a whole fucking speech with the music. Over. He's like, yeah. you told me about fair play. Yeah. <laughs> and now you want to do this. And I'm like, are you kidding me, Bombay? <laughs> you f- self-righteous prick. Yeah. Going right back to being a selfish asshole that thinks he's just the man. That yeah. he's in the right in this situation. And I almost get... I do sort of get where Ducksworth threatens to fire him... The rational response, the 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 smart thing I guess to do is for my baby to like fuck it. It's not worth losing my job over this. It's just kids. Yeah. 
But then, so Ducksworth. But that's Ducksworth, the end of the movie. Well, not only Ducksworth firing him is fucking stupid. Yeah. But when I first watched the film, like, well, when I watched it with you when we were adults ten years ago, I remember thinking, "Well, Bombay's a fucking idiot. He's gonna get fired over these kids." Yeah. But then now I see it, and I'm like, "Well, if I was in that position, I might, I might be like." You're gonna fuck because he says it. I would say that too. He's like, because Ducksworth is like, you're gonna, you're gonna lose your job over these over some kids, and yep. he's like, you're gonna fire me over these over some kids, and automatically, and he's says, like, well, you're fired. And I'd be like, yeah. fuck you. Automatically says, pack your bags. Not even like a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ducksworth, I don't understand this character. No, it doesn't make sense. And Gordon would, this is get one of another the worst... job in a second. I, absolutely, yeah. But now they've even implied. So after that, he gets fired. It's one of the worst. Scenes one of the worst scenes ever. in in American movie history. I believe this. Yeah. Um, and now they seem to imply that he's not even going to be a lawyer anymore. Yeah. He's just going to be a, be a peewee coach. He's like going to be Coach Riley. Yeah. He's going to be Coach Riley. Same track. Because <laughs> this is what these guys' values are. This is what they take seriously. Is peewee hockey? That is the height <laughs> of their careers That's and the their thing. lives. You would think a guy like Coach Riley, like. There's people who only coach high school and like they want to, they get paid pretty yeah. well to do, it, and that's great. They never want to go to college or the pros. That's fine. This man has not leveled up from Pee Wee Hockey. He's a loser. That's a loser. <laughs> like if I'm in Gordon Bobby's position, he's like, Gordon, remember that? Took down, like, we should have won that one. Nineteen seventy I'm like, You're still talking about this, dude? We would <laughs> this these are nine years old nine year olds. They don't yeah. fucking know what they're doing. Like who cares? Like, get a life. You could have been one of the greats, Bombay. I was nine. I'd be yelling at me like, I was nine. Stop talking to me. It's so weird. It's stupid. It remind, it, and actually, South Park did a great episode that makes fun of all this shit. That makes fun of my... It called Stanley Cup. Is this when the cancer kids lose to the Detroit Red Yeah, Wings? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, everyone... It's a dark episode, but yeah. anyone should watch it. You know, if you've never seen South Park, you can still watch it. It's the Stanley Cup episode. Mm -hmm. And Stan is... Has to... Basically, to pay for... By, whatever. Has to coach a peewee hockey team. They are younger. They're, kind of, they're like five. Yeah, yeah. But, like... And it's very funny. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I you know so Bombay goes to detention. This all happens right at all at the same time. It's yeah, kind of yeah. crazy. He goes to detention to say like I'm going to be your coach. Doesn't say he's fired, and he gives this very triumphant like speech to get them all riled up. Riled up, and if you listen to the music, there's a horn that's like slightly playing like it's a few good there was, men. There were weird music. There was weird music, and so at the winter festival too, they were playing this weird. Yeah. Uh, orchestra music while they right before they kiss where I'm like this doesn't fit yeah there's there's the mournful horns <laughs> like taps <laughs> then they have uh, like really triumphant um, I know I used that word already but really it is like uh, action movie like um, adventure stuff well it feels like stock music they it's just very found weird. yeah and yeah. they were like, again, these are lazy hacks where they're just like, oh, this kind of fucking works. Just put it in. And it also I, doesn't I go home. It also doesn't match because and then there's some scenes where there's synths being Yes. Used. Yes. I noticed that too. It's all over. Like the it's score all over the place. All Music's the place. all over the place. Yep. Um, so uh, they wind up winning a game to get into the playoffs after Fulton shoots a, a puck so hard it <laughs> rips a hole through the net. Yeah. That kind of shit. I like that kind of shit, though. That's like stupid <laughs> no, kid yeah, movie shit. That, that's yeah, fine. But, he, you know, he does that. Okay, great. How was Bombay able to get this 
ragtag bunch of kids on the Minneapolis North Stars ice rink. Because that's what we cut to next. And that's when what? we that's when we meet fucking Mike Madano and Basil McRae. The two pros, right? Yeah. Well, Mike Madano is the greatest American hockey player of all time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. He has the most points and most, most goals. What did he put? What team? Did he play for Minnesota? He played for the Minnesota North Stars, uh, and then they moved to Dallas, so they became the Dallas oh, they, Stars. Oh, which is what they are he's, now, yeah. He's the reason why hockey became popular in the southern United States. Oh, really? He's like directly, he was so good in Dallas. Yeah, did he, he won, win a cup? He won a cup with them, yeah. And then he retired, I think, in Detroit, because he's from Detroit. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, Madonna, I think, is like 20 years old in this, and the other guys around Emilio Estevez's yeah. age. So, like, that's when we get from Basil. I, I had to look this guy up because I didn't know who he was. And that's when we get one from Basil. It's like, you Gordon Bombay? Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> you were you were a phenom at seven. <laughs> Seven-year-old phenom? At that point, I just found it funny. <laughs> I'm like, they're fucking with us. These writers are just fucking with us. This is funny. <laughs> and that's what he's Genuinely, like. I was like, this is funny. This Listen, is stupid. What are you doing now? Are you, are you a farmer or something? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a lawyer. Yeah. Listen, well, if you want to try out, I'll put your name out there. Right. Oh, my God. Thanks, Which at the time, thanks, I thought. Basil. Yeah, I thought, like, that's a joke, right? That's what he's, I thought. He's, he hasn't <laughs> played since nine. Yeah. And you would think Gordon Bobby would take it as a joke. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, thanks, man. Okay, I'm just I'm coaching now. That's like, so... But I, but I don't mind, like, he... he Listen, he's a hotshot lawyer. He pulled some strings. He got the kids to, to watch a hockey game. Well, I, this I, is I, like, I thought that was fine. I have a friend who who lived out who lives out in Long Island um, who went to school with Danny Green, the NBA yeah. player. Because they, they both went to uh, North Babylon for until... I had a friend who played, who played Danny Green in a couple games. Yes, it was before Danny Green wound up going to a private school. Yeah, yeah. So he grew up with him, though. They, you know, he knew him for a few years. That's like Danny Green going up to him and be like, "Listen, uh, you know, you were yeah, really good at nine no or ten. Sense. Let me get you a tryout for the Rochester Knicks." Yeah, makes no <laughs> sense. It's fucking nuts. Um, now this is the question that I'm gonna go. I I alluded to it earlier. Bombay was fired, right? Yeah. Why does he still have that fucking driver? Because the driver's with them at the game and on the ice. Oh yeah, the driver like play like they, they make him a fun part of the film. Why is he? I didn't there? consider that. Maybe. What is his character? Maybe he, he doesn't even talk. He could have showed up on the cutting room floor. Maybe uh, um, he just liked hanging out with Bombay and he still did it. Or maybe he was part of the severance package. You never know. I I don't mind that one. I couldn't. I we, was could, like, we could we could rationalize that one away. Oh, we can explain that one away. Uh, so then we go from. We already talked about this. Uh, this is when Bombay does the Winter Festival with Charlie's mom, and we have yeah. all that discussion. Um, we see then a montage of the Ducks' Cinderella run, from you know rags to riches. They're running. They're winning all the playoff games. Running the gabbit, yeah. Um, Which really, like, you have to beat what, like, two teams. Yeah, in the finals. <laughs> yeah, you win a quarterfinal game, you win a semifinal game, and then <laughs> two wins. This is the championship. This is the tournament that's haunted Bombay for twenty years. And then, remember, and then they cut to that national syndication picture. Of, yes, and it's the and it's how like half their face is shrouded in black of Coach Riley and Coach Bombay. Right. The overdramatic picture of like light versus dark, hero versus villain. <laughs> 
<laughs> the matchup we've all been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Um, so now we got we get to the finals match, right? We're in the championship. Yes, correct. Um, they are getting their ass kicked naturally in the beginning. And actually, I like this scene for the most part. This whole sequence, this last act or whatever. The game. I like the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's shot shittily like it is a whole movie, but they actually make it pretty realistic. Like, they there, get some nice goals. There's also a dramatic arc to it. There's actually yeah, and there's actually dr- yeah with sense. Adam Banks scores and gets hurt. Okay, I, I want to talk about this. this. Is where we find out Banks's dad is actually really a, piece, a big piece of shit because they're at the game, right? Banks uh-huh. has been playing for the Ducks and he's been playing well for them. He's the only one like scoring right. goals. Like on he's them. like they make it clear he's a, he's the reason why they. And here. he's getting he's kind of getting along with the guys. Yeah. Banks's dad is still wearing a Hawks jacket like a goober, <laughs> cheering for the Hawks, and then doesn't go absolutely ape shit when they fucking injure his kid and send him out of the game. Right. If I was that man's father, I would fucking deck Riley in the face because we see Riley tell his two goons, take this nine-year-old, yes, exactly. a nine-year-old, which is a piece of garbage, out of the game. Yeah. Like, I actually didn't even think of that. He, I thought the way I interpreted it was that it wasn't clear to people watching the game that the kid did that on purpose. Because technically, Banks slid his head into the po- into the goal. Yeah. So to me, because the only like I don't do they react? I just watched this today. Did they react? Did the Ducks react like, oh, that kid fucking hurt him? Yeah. And also the one the hot one. Well, the th- that too. one made sense because the kid was there when Riley said it to him. Because like he yeah. kind of quietly is like, what do you do? He's like, my job. Yeah, like Avon Drago. Stupid, yeah, exactly. Stupid lie. <laughs> if you die, that's like silly dies. kid shit. That the, like again, the filmmaker hacks or just like having fun with himself. Yeah. But. <laughs> that's how I interpreted it. That could be wrong. I'd have to watch again, but like, which I'm not going to do. But <laughs> I interpreted it as the kid was like playing defense. He fouled him mm-hmm. and Banks slid into the ice. Mm-hmm. To me, it wasn't clear that the kid took him out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't like chop him in the head. I still want whatever. As a father, I wouldn't wear the other team's jacket. No, that's, you're an asshole. You're <laughs> what is wrong nothing with nothing else you? to wear, you just piece wear, of shit. Just wear your suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to wear the Ducks thing because you hate them so much. Just, right. Why are you looking like an idiot? That's such a weird thing to do for, for them, too. Because also weird. the dad comes on the ice and, like, it doesn't really say anything to Bombay, but like, no. he's with the kid and then he leaves. He's obviously there cheering his kid on. And that's when he we... He cheered him on, too. Yeah. He was cheering his kid on, wearing a Hawks jacket. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. And that's when we find out Jesse and Banks finally you know yeah you know, nice they got their nice moment i wanted banks to do like when he was being carted off you know that how they do the thumbs, the thumbs up, up. <laughs> yeah. i wish he did the thumbs up yeah yeah like, uh, that that would have been to me tell like the filmmakers being like yeah we know this is right. fucking ridiculous they also um, like hurting banks because he gets hurt in the second one too he gets hurt in the second one but he scores the goal in the second one right also. so because he, he hurts his wrist his wrist he can't turn one. his he turn, can't turn yeah. his stick yeah. there's there's certain things goldberg always sucks banks yeah. always gets hurt but Banks getting hurt, I think part of it is because, like, he's supposed to be so good yeah. that, like, they take it away and, like, now they have a handicap again. Yeah. And then they do that in, in D3 when he plays with the varsity. Exactly. And then he goes back to junior varsity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. The coach wouldn't even let him do it. No. You're like, dude, you're not going to JV. What are you talking about? The, you're trying to get a scholarship. The JV you're coach put pro. him on there because he was like, you're way too good. Yes. You're going to go pro. Think about your career, you idiot. Oh my god! Anyway, 
So so he scores the first. Kind of they get all inspired and riled up. And yeah, they it, were down four nothing. I think four no three one three one. Okay, it went three one. Okay, um, and then it went three two. Yeah, and then it went four two. Yeah, and that's when Bombay actually finally coaches. And starts drawing up plays. Yeah. And he gets to play with... The figure uh, skater. The figure skater. It's kind of fun. She just skates. Yeah, this is, you know, yeah. Disney fun. She's and it makes sense that like if these kids were 14, they'd be like, well, you're an idiot. Well, what are you doing? But at yeah. 9, yeah. it's like, oh, what is she doing? That's yeah. weird. So it's kind of funny and silly. So she's spinning and twirling. It allows a diversion. They score a goal. Right. Okay. Did they? That Was that the tie? I don't remember. The knuckle puck where it hits the goalie <laughs> in the net I thought was the tie. No, no, no. The flying V. Flying, the flying v, is v is the tie. tie. Flying V is the tie. By the way, anyone can fuck up the flying V. Why did they make it well, seem like this it's... Is, you just go straight thought. down the fucking middle. That's exactly middle. what I thought. I'm like, I'm like, they're tracking back. Break the formation up. Yeah. Just go through them. Just fucking deck them in the yeah. face. You've been doing it all game. Right, yeah. You've yeah. been owning their faces all that game. That makes sense, yeah. They're making it like the flying V is like an unstoppable move. Right. Anyway. And they're skating backwards. Skate forwards through them. Yeah. Um, they do the flying V in the second one too. They do it on all three of them. Oh right, that's true. Yeah, they yeah, do yeah. it all three. That's the. I thing. mean, it's like their signature. The flying thing. V and the triple D and the triple D. Okay, yeah. it's the triple D. Um, so and the knuckle puck, knuckle puck, because they use that and with Keenan in the second one too. Yeah. By the way, Keenan, what a great, what a great life. Oh, he kills it, dude. He's dude, a killer. Disney and Nickelodeon at the same time. Yeah. Now he works for Saturday Night Live for twenty years. And he got his own show. And he has his own show. Yeah. The dude kills it. Good for Keenan. Yeah, Good for Keenan Thompson. I loved Keenan and Kel as a kid. Yeah. One of my favorite I loved all shows that. as a kid. Loved all that. But Keenan and Kel was like Super one of my dude? favorites when that came out. I love the Super Dude. Super Dude and, Super and dude Good and Burger. Milkman. Good Burger. Good Burger movie. Do you remember that yeah. movie? Yeah. Good Burger was good. Oh, I love that movie, dude. I wonder that if that movie, holds we, up, but it was good when I liked when I was a it kid. It doesn't make sense. Even as a kid, it did. We could we, we could actually think about doing that film. That probably. Because like the guy, the Mondo Burger guy, like. Yeah poisons the burgers and he's like what about all these people he's like i don't care i'm like I, I, even as a kid i was like well aren't people gonna find out aren't they gonna find out that it's poison you run a restaurant people are gonna draw that doesn't make sense but anyway still love the film um yes so uh charlie winds up getting a breakaway when they're tied and as yeah. time expires he gets hooked and he right and now we're gonna have a play back to bombay as a nine-year-old so he's going to have a penalty shot to win the game. Yeah. And when he goes, you know, he says to the guys, all right, we're going to have a penalty shot, kids. Uh, who do you think should take it? And everyone says, like, someone else other than Not, Charlie. Like, yeah. And they don't, they're like, are you sh-? they're being nice about it, too. But they're like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, because now the kids want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah, coach, like, we can actually do this. And that's when Bombay starts, like, telling them, like, it's, it's like, great just to be here, guys. Yeah. This is a loser mentality. Yeah, you're Mr. a loser. Bombay. Yeah, because you're a loser. Can you imagine, like, I don't know if you watched the college basketball this year, but St. Peter's made the Elite Eight. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the story, yes. I don't. I actually watched when they lost to When they UNC. lost, when they lost, I'm very sure the coach said, I am so proud of you guys. Look what we accomplished. Look what we did. It was amazing, all that stuff. When they're in the middle of a game playing against UNC to go to the Final Four, he's not telling the guys with. Yes. Guys, we just happen to be. We just happen to be matter. here because if I'm a if I'm a player, what are you, an Oscar nominee, it's a little different, I guess, because they're older. But if I'm a player, I'm like, it sounds like the coach's not very confident in us, and he's kind of like, it's almost know. like 
It also I, sounds I, I, like he wants Charlie to take it because he wants to bang Charlie's mom. Oh, I didn't read it that way. I just thought he was like trying. If I was to, a kid, I'd read it. Read I it honestly that way. read as like Bombay basically being the coach he wanted, and it's almost him being selfish and yeah. talking to his nine-year-old self. Yeah, and he wasn't even seeing Charlie in that moment. He was seeing himself <laughs> at nine. I'm gonna comfort the nine-year-old boy in me that needs some needs a father right Stop. now. <laughs> And I don't really give a fuck. And that's why I'm making it Charlie. Sorry, guys. It has to be Charlie. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I, ha- I, I need to, I need to uh, release this trauma. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? so he, he picks Charlie and he tells him, well, have you been working on the triple deke? Because the triple deke must be Gretzky level shit. Yeah, yeah. It's hardcore. And you know, I mean, there are nine. <laughs> Charlie's like, nine-year-olds doing a triple deke. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to keep And Charlie's like, yeah, I've been, I've been practicing and coach. Yeah. Okay. Well, go up there. Uh, and that's when we get the triumphant mu- music again. We get more slow motion. Yeah. Um, Charlie does the triple deke. He winds up scoring. He hits the post, but it doesn't go off like yeah, Bombay. It goes in. It goes in. They also, win. Also, Charlie doesn't wear a helmet when he takes the shot. Yes. We need to see Joshua Jackson's face, I Correct. guess. Correct. Yes. We need Which the would reaction never shot. Would, they would never allow. Yeah. What if the puck goes off the post and hits him in the head and he dies? Yep. But whatever. Yep. And then the reaction of Riley losing through that. <laughs> That's a great. That's one of my favorite parts of the film, where I'm like, "You see, you fucking loser." What's what's like? The... He won a thousand championships, yeah. and he's talking about the banner of the of them. He threatened if they lost that game, none of those kids would be on the team next year. Right, like a oh tyrant. God. Wait, you know what? I'm remind you know what the face he made. Remind, what's the gif of the soccer coach that goes? Ooh. Oh, it's the it's it was it's the Spain coach. I don't know. I forget his name. <laughs> that's what he was. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. He went from popping his collar every two seconds like the Fonz right. to the oof face. Oh, oh it's he's just so such funny. A loser. <laughs> like you just know that guy's home life is a wreck. Yeah. Just a wreck. Yeah. Like either divorced or in a miserable marriage, kids don't talk to him. I think he's a cuck. Yeah, I, I just think I also think he has no friends. Yeah, yeah he's probably he, he probably loves to watch his wife have sex. <laughs> you know, it, it, he's just such a weird character. You know what I noticed? It's creepy. It's like creepy how seriously he takes Pee Wee. Yeah, hockey. It's, it's very strange. Very strange. Um, so they get the trophy. The trophy is almost as big as Bombay. It's, I had that same thought, bro. I'm like, that's the Pee Wee trophy, dude. It's huge. It's huge. Okay. And when they all lift it up. You see, like them, they're holding it, like they're all lifting it as a as a team. But you kind of like see Estevez is like pulling it back a little bit, <laughs> and I'm like, is he trying to? Is he doing this like, as like this is my jam? Yeah, is he doing? Oh, he's such a piece of shit. Is he doing this as an actor, like as the character, or is he doing this like because I don't I don't know if these kids can actually hold it, so I'm just trying uh, to make sure. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it plays. It's probably that. It's yeah, probably it's that. obviously it has to be that, but yeah, it plays yeah. into like Bombay looking like a self- right. No, no, no. This is my <laughs> this is my trophy. <laughs> So then we cut to well, he also kisses Charlie's mom, which right. he does again later, and they all act shocked. Yeah, so well, he, it's that's kids being kids, like ew, which he shouldn't be doing in front of Charlie and his friends. Sure, uh, but uh, I agree. So they cut to the Greyhound, which is what you. This is what you want to talk about. Oh my god, and it's the worst part of the film. As he's walking by, the they actually school. almost redeemed themselves with that last game because that was fun to watch. Yeah. So he's he's at this. We were like, why is he at a Greyhound? That's a little weird. And he's getting lame advice, uh, the lame advice that he gave earlier, and he's getting it back from all of his players, one by one. And that's when we find out that Bombay is going to be trying out for the minor leagues. Who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) 
Are you out of your fucking he took up, mind? He took up Basil's offer. Are you out of your... He would show up at that fucking tryout and Basil would be like, who are you? You're, you're trying out. How, how old? Bro, you haven't played hockey in 20 years. Do you understand? <laughs> you understand? He'd have to be a savant. What fuck? I, it doesn't even matter, dude. <laughs> Come on. Do you understand what some of these kids... There are kids who play hockey... They're, they'll go to like these prep schools where like they're playing hockey four hours a day. Yeah. Their lives are hockey from like 10 to 17. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a lot of it's like a miserable, like it's a lot of hard on a lot of these kids. And yeah. a lot of them don't go pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't go to the minors. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they get a scholarship, but some of them don't even, they flame out a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And hockey, it's not, it's such like, there are stories of athletes like, Tim Duncan and uh, like JPP is another where they picked up basketball and football late, right? Yeah, like Ewing and Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, did the same Ewing thing. same as Hakeem. I don't know Hakeem's story, but Ewing yeah. did too, yeah. right? But also they were playing sports before that, so they had an athletic base. Yeah, I think Duncan but, was a swimmer and shit. Duncan was a swimmer and his and his and you. I think the Ewing pool, was a soccer like, player. The pool like burnt down or something. He's like, fuck, yeah. I'll just play basketball. Yeah, um, but thing is they have an athletic base and honestly football and basketball size and strength is such a big advantage mm-hmm. and there's your your general athleticism really translates quite e- easily mm-hmm. easier in that sport than other sports hockey is such a skill sport dude yeah you gotta skate uh, like being on skates with a stick the technical skill you have to learn like it's like similar with like tennis you I can't mean, just pick up tennis yeah no. doesn't matter if federer picked up tennis at 27 mm-hmm. he's not gonna be federer no yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like you ha- you need time to develop the forehand. You need time to develop shots, back shots, skating backwards. This idea, and I know it's a stupid kids movie, but the idea, <laughs> like if I was a hockey, I would be so offended that you. It's to the point where I'm like, you are on a level of delusion I cannot comprehend. Yep. You haven't played hockey since you were nine. Have you played any sport? Probably not. Why no. would you have played another sport? Because it crushed you to lose a sports championship. Yep. You're not even an, you're not an athlete. No, he's also small. Bombay is small. It's he's not small. like he's it's tiny. not like he's not going to go out there and just outmuscle people and be an enforcer. He's going to have to be skilled. Yes, extremely skilled. <laughs> also, you're 27. <laughs> at best, are you yeah, kidding me? At best, at best. <laughs> it makes no sense. You're an idiot. Yep. And also, you were a lawyer. What are you doing? Like this is like a cry for help. and that's the worst it's the most of all the knuckle pucks combined it is the least plausible thing that happens in this film well want want me to tell you what's more implausible it's the opening of the second movie in that he oh he he went all the way no he's about to go he's about to go all the way he's about to get the call up it says like he's like wrecking people in the minor league uh, hockey league he tears his acl so he from, can't play. Yeah. Which is why he then becomes the team of the Junior Olympic American team. Instead of just going back to being a lawyer. But but okay. But what happens is that, because this all happens really quick, we see him on his crutches for a little bit. His ACL magically heals very quickly within 20 minutes of the movie. Right. So why don't you just go back? That makes sense. Why don't you just go back I've to the minor that. leagues and then go into the NHL? Because you'll be 35. <laughs> The, so I remember watching this film, watching this film, and being like, "I he he almost makes the pros. He doesn't play since he was nine. 
And I'm like, I guess they just erased that. I guess they just fucking retconned that for the second one, and they just pretend that that wasn't that's not what happened. They just and I'm like, oh no, he goes on the bus to the miners, and that's that leads into the second film, him almost making the pros. I mean yep. that that makes the second one so much worse too. But when I watch the second one now, I'm just gonna assume that he played his whole life because I, I can't I can't wrap my head around it otherwise it just it, it's yeah. just awful and he also get, he, he tears his, he tears his ACL from getting hit like it wasn't even like that it was like a whatever hit and he tears right. his ACL and you see you see Emilio Estevez like hold of his like ah yeah and screaming in pain and he looks tiny as hell I remember like in the pads and shit yeah and they do the close-ups because you know it's when right. he's really don't, skating do, do, doesn't the the Iceland coach didn't he cause it no Oh, he didn't. Okay. No, he was just a goon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just a goon. No, I know that. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Like he got kicked no, out of the that's, NHL. They, they, you have to. Th- that's when they have the ice off. The, the th- oh right, right, right. The hitting it, it off the and post. He hits him in the knee with a stick. Yeah, even though Emilio Estevez with a, I guess, a magically healed, uh, torn ACL after two months. Yeah, he's able to do this. Anyway. So that's how this movie ends. He goes on, he kisses Charlie's mom, who we find out again in the second movie is married within the year. Yeah. And then he goes. Also, he says he's going to come back. He's going to come back. Pee-wee for the second year. It's like. To defend the title. What if you get in the minors? Well, you know what that was for. That was uh, in case. Yeah, set up the sequel. Set up the sequel if this is successful, which right. they did. And they said, well, that's small potatoes. We need, we need the Junior Olympics. Yeah. And they were right. <laughs> they were right. Because it works. What doesn't work is how all his players from Minnesota end up at the Junior Olympics, but that's a also for another day. That movie might be the most, one of the most, like jingoistic. Pro that, America. That movie. Yeah, buddy. That movie uh, pisses red, white, and blue, and shits bald eagles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is a Toby Keith circa 2003 Iraq War fever dream of a movie. Right. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yo, it is. I remember she was. I remember that the teacher giving the speech about America and like yeah, the very by the, by the very campfire, the very flawed speech. By the way, yeah. the <laughs> I very, remember that. The, there's the kid there's it. some historically inaccurate shit said in that movie. <laughs> it's like whoa, we got along with the Indians. <laughs> they gave us land for a bead, and they were okay with it. <laughs> Look at you, Jesse. Look at you. Your forefathers were slaves. Now look at you. <laughs> Blacks really did come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Problematic, to say the least. <laughs> anyway, so that is The Mighty Ducks, which you guys can find on Disney Plus, along with the entire shitty trilogy. Oh, yeah. If you uh, haven't seen it, just skip. The second one's the best. Just watch the second one. Actually, you know, the, the Disney Plus show actually got pretty good reviews. I literally I just found it. out that there was a Disney Plus show when I Googled the film. Yeah. They, I didn't know it existed. And they make Estevez like uh, a, not a, a good, happy, helpful Hans. They made him a depressed, <laughs> suicidal like he owns Hans. a ski shop, right? Oh, he owns I, I the do rink. remember. I do remember he the show now. He owns the rink. Because my brother told me about this. So actually, I didn't know. And he, he sounds like, a, he sounds like, a like the loser rink. that we know he is. Yeah. Why I'm didn't you so, go back to law? You I'm so fuck? happy to hear that. That he just fucked up his life. Just everything went down the gut. Mr. Ducksworth was right about you. <laughs> it got yeah. good reviews though, man. It's got like 87 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, might have to do a special episode where we review it. <laughs> just the, do, do the whole show. Yeah. Um, 
so what would you give this score of this movie of this shitastic movie it's hard because it's a stupid kids movie obviously i'm not gonna score it on the level uh, with the scrutiny i would of a actual film mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> 38 I think I think that's a little better than what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Oh, you get, you are very graceful. I'm being gracious because there's a lot of. It, it's just it, it's like so bad. It's good territory with some of these characters and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, Mr. Dar- like, oh, this guy seems like a psychopath. He obviously didn't mean they didn't want to write a psychopath, but mm-hmm. they did. I'm not saying Gordon's a psychopath, but I'm saying like Mr. I think Dark he's a Lord, sociopath. Uh, I just think he's an extreme narcissist. I actually mm, don't think yeah. he's a bad human. I actually don't. I I think like. Like he has the potential. Like you watch him, and you're like, oh, this guy has the potential to be a good person. Yeah, his values are all wrong, <laughs> and like his narcissism is a problem, and his yeah. ego is a problem, and uh, yeah. he had a hard life, and and like not that hard. And, and he won. He he went to Eden Hall. He didn't have that hard of a yeah. life. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's true. Listen, losing your losing a parent at a young age—that's terrible, yeah. horrible. Ending. But also, like, but, it says something about a guy psychologically. Where I'm like, you're still hanging on to losing the state championship. Yeah. nine years old i'm like that's a problem well he's yeah he's you have issues he's man. an even more extreme version of like the bruce springsteen glory days right that's what i'm saying <laughs> whoa dude yeah. so like high school okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah this is like the friday night lights thing where like one of the themes of friday night lights napoleon, is like, napoleon dynamite's uncle right that's exactly right so uncle like oh, i could have gone state yeah, and uh, it's or Burt like, Reynolds, Burt Reynolds, and it's like the highlight of their careers, and this is kind of like the 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 sad undercurrent of of Friday Night the film, and I haven't watched TV show but, uh, for the film and the book, is that like, oh, these guys are like forty five, mm-hmm. and they're talking about their glory days, winning state championships in high school, and that was like the height of their lives yeah. essentially, um, you know, being in a you know lower class town where high school football is so important, and like this is Pee Wee though, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so I'm like this is like five levels below that oh yeah so oh yeah uh, that just makes me feel or i'm like oh this guy has has issues so i actually don't <laughs> i just think he's an extreme narcissist but like ducksworth i think it's funny to interpret it as oh ducksworth sees him as a threat and i he's have trying to. to find any excuse to cut him at the knees he's not written that they, way they but i have to view it that way yeah they didn't mean to write him that way that is not intentional whatsoever no but i do read it that way his character that character the is Pee-wee a coach makes no sense he's hilarious He's the best. He's the best part of the movie, I think, because yeah. he is so cartoonish, and like every time I watched him, I just kept thinking about my cousin Vinny and him that's going. All, anytime I see that guy, it's all identical. Identical. <laughs> yeah. So he's great. Lane Smith is great. He's great. Uh, yeah. So I would. Yeah, thirty. What did I say? Thirty-eight. Yeah, I yeah. Gi- I give it a six. <laughs> um, and. It's not only just about the movie per se. I hate everything about this, what this movie represents. I hate the uh-huh. corporatism involved in it. I hate that these people have careers. I Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're making it personal now, though. Yeah, I, it's very personal. You're like, the guy this who is wrote, personal. The guy who wrote the, the book is an asshole, so I hate the book. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, there's no reflection on the art versus the artist. I hate this I mean? because I am Gordon Bombay, and I didn't make it. <laughs> so... <laughs> The fact that these assholes who made this shitty fucking movie not only made it, they made it with Disney. They will always have jobs. You never know what these guys did to get to the top. It's not about talent, dude. Do you know what I mean? Give me a dick to suck. I'll suck some dick to get there. Like these guys did horrible, unspeakable things. Throw it in my face to get up there. 
uh, what was it in Tropic Thunder? I'll swallow the gravy. Yeah, I'll, I'll cradle s- the balls. <laughs> yeah, like I I just hate everything about that. Was that I just hate it. It really upsets me. And then the fact that John Abnett has then moved on to make 88 minutes and righteous Dude, you kill. You want a career like that? I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't want that. I, I don't care if I get $20 million. I really don't. It's pathetic. You're making the world worse. When I looked him up, when I looked up John Abnett, by the way, before we close, I this man's life is a mystery. It's like he just showed up in Hollywood from New York. Yeah, that's I'm telling you, shady fucking people, dude. Just, he just showed up. And... Uh, yeah, it's weird. At least Stephen Brill is like friends with people, so you can understand right. that how he, he got writes. in. At least he writes. I yeah. mean, you know, bad scripts sell. Yeah, they hit the right points. But yeah, guys like John Ivey, he's probably like I don't know, he's probably a fucking G man or something. I don't know. <laughs> G man. He works with the government. I don't know. Some <laughs> shit like that. That shit happens in Hollywood. It's weird. So this um, is the Flicky Podcast. Uh, you can find us at flickypodcast at gmail dot com. You can send us suggestions, comments. Uh, like us, subscribe to us, send to your friends, give us five stars. Um, yeah, and just when you thought they were getting shorter, we're long. Not today, friends. Yeah, no. Hour forty-five, kid. I don't give a fuck. Um, Which is about the length of the film. Yeah, it is. Um, so what's going on? Uh, we should be on Apple uh, soon. Might be with this one. Cool. Um, but we're on Spotify. Uh, the next film. We are going into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe we will be doing Shang-Chi. 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 John has not seen this movie. I have. I have not seen it, no. Uh, And my wife really wants to see it. And I just, I'm anticipating it not being, not enjoying it. I'm I'm not going to go in with those expectations. I'm really not. And there are actors in it that I like. uh So I'm going to try to enjoy the film. So maybe I'm wrong and maybe Chris is wrong because I know Chris doesn't like it. But I've heard other people who've liked it. Well, we will see. We will see. We will be next uh, back next week. We will probably be with an hour uh, podcast because it's not as fun to make fun of that movie, I think. Yeah. But it is still a bad movie. It's not good. And it made a shit ton of money at the box shit office. And it got pretty good reviews. Well, I know people who genuinely liked it. I, people who were verbatim were like, that movie is awesome. <sighs> <laughs> so... There, if people are listening, there are going to be people who listen to this who, who like the film, I imagine. Well, so this will be fun. This will be interesting. Well, boo to you yeah. <laughs> because I don't agree at all. But uh, <laughs> but all right. That, all right. That is that. That is that. That is the Mighty Ducks. And uh, you guys have a good week. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.